Come on, you got to seize the goddamn gap. People are so goddamn inefficient. Oh, goddamn it! I don't care if you're old, seize the gap! Hey, man, I got to get going. I have some friends from my fantasy league coming over, so I should mm. find my ride. Hey, I like sports, too. Yeah, I do, but I've never really engaged with the fantasy element of it. I'm your huckleberry. That's just my game. You know what, John? Cancel your ride. I'll drive you to your fantasy. Welcome to Seize the Gap Fantasy Football, where we help you win your fantasy football leagues by seizing the gap so you can stop being so inefficient. I'm Jamie G. Esquire the Fifth, Master Waiver Wire Priority, and I'm here with Magna Mills to break down your Week 5 Waiver Wire options. The good news is, you have options. So the bad news is you're stuck with us for the remainder of this show. I am Magna Mills. Thank you for checking out Seize the Gap. You can find us wherever your pods, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the good ones. Just search for Seize the Gap. You can find us on social media at Seize the Gap FF. And you can find our YouTube channel at JoeBlowFootballShow.com. If you could, please do the like, subscribe, comment, follow, rate, all that good stuff. Only takes you a second, but it really helps us out and it helps other people to find the show. So we'd greatly appreciate it. Yes, we do. And let's get right to the matter at hand, shall we? How are we doing this, Mills? We're just getting right down on it. This is going to be pretty straightforward here. We're going to start off by talking about your standard PPR leagues. These are leagues where you only start one quarterback, usually 12 teams. You start nine or 10 players with a five or six man bench. What we're going to do is give you players who you can pick up that are available in at least 50% of ESPN fantasy football leagues. They won't be that you know they're not necessarily that on yahoo or rt sports or ffbc or what have you but you got to pick a baseline and start somewhere and towards the end of this we're going to give you some options if you're in a deeper league or a super flight league let's start off with the quarterbacks if you would please and thank you man i, I feel like this is uh you know ms jackson if you're nasty situation because i guess you have to at least consider jared goff if you're weak at quarterback the main problem here is that even if Say what you will about whether DeAndre Swift or Amon Ross Brown will be back shortly. He's at New England this week, then on a bye. So the odds are if you pick him up, you're going to wind up cutting him. So that makes him probably more of a watch guy. But if he's still out there in your league, when you're a top 10 quarterback after four weeks, you have to at least consider adding him. I wouldn't spend much, but if you got a spare bench spot, why not? Same thing if you have a spare bench spot, why not add Kenny Pickett? Yes, the Steelers have some offensive line problems, but you know what they have? Weapons. They are welcome to Weapon World. Prince Paul is impressed. I mean, you have Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Chase Claypool, Pat Fryermuth, Najee Harris. That's five good weapons. Do I think he's probably going to be the guy who wins your league? I don't think so. He doesn't have that rushing upside. But what the hell, right? Add him to your bench. If he happens, he happens. If he doesn't, just cut him. So, again, I wouldn't blow a lot of fab on him or anything in super flex leagues. I'm assuming he's owned already. And then, finally, I would just say that if somebody dropped Dak Prescott, go ahead and add him. Should be back this week, week six at the latest. And no matter what Jerry Jones wants you to believe, no matter what he says, there's no sex in the champagne room. And Cooper Rush will not be the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys if Dak Prescott is healthy. You know, that's true, Magnum Mills. Jerry Jones does say a lot of shit. Any streaming quarterback options for us here? Uh, I'll give you three, two of which are in the same game. Uh, first off, you have Andy Dalton at home versus Seattle Seahawks. Uh, look at what Jared Goff did against them with no Amon Ross St. Brown, with no DJ Chark, with no DeAndre Swift. 
I think it's highly likely that Dalton gets another start here. Won't let light the world on fire, but if you're struggling at the position, decent streamer for one week. And then finally, you could be interested in the quarterbacks on both sides of the Miami Dolphins at New York Jets game. I would probably go towards Teddy Bridgewater because I think he has a slightly higher floor. He's got Tyree Kill. He's got Jalen Waddell. Running backs have looked good. On the other side, Zach Wilson's a bit of a wild card. He looked great on those final two drives against the Steelers, and I really like Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Tyler Conklin look good, Bree Hall. There are weapons there for the Jets. Again, not guys I want to depend on every week, but if you need a one-week streaming option, you could do worse. As everybody who owned Javante Williams is literally dying to know, what in the hell is up with the running backs this week? And yes, I own Javante Williams. Oh, it feels like the Tupac joint. Like, why are you dying to live when I'm just living to die? I'm very, 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 very sad. Javante Williams was like one of he's one of my guys. He's out for the year. Might even be J.K. Dobbins style out for the first couple of games of 2023. Cordero Patterson also hit IR, while Jonathan Taylor is highly questionable for Thursday Night Football. Was a DNP, did not practice on Monday. Lucky for you, you got some options. Uh, first off, Melvin Gordon, if he was somehow out there again, obviously owned in more than 50% of leagues, but was dropped in like 23% of leagues. So if he was dropped, go ahead and bust 75, 80% of your fab there. The other guy up in Denver will be Mike Boone. I don't know who plays in standard leagues anymore, but I'm definitely more interested in PPR leagues. I'd say 25 to 50% of your fab. You know, if you need help, especially if you lost Devante. Uh, Brian Robinson is about to be activated by the Washington Commanders. That's going to fly under the radar. There's no guarantee he plays for a couple of weeks still, but now is the time to get him. If he's out there in your league, I'd spend up to 25% of my fab on him. And with Cordero Patterson going out, I would look towards the rookie Tyler Algier in the Atlanta Falcons backfield. Again, probably right around that 20, 25% of your fab. The other guy over there is Caleb Huntley. I prefer Algier, but it looks like it will be a two-man ban at the minimum. So I'd spend 10 to 20% of my fab on Huntley. Uh, with JT Money out, you have Philip Lindsay would kind of be the guy. But given the short week on Thursday and everything, I, I think you're looking at kind of a one-week Fill in at best. So I would pretty much say if you own Jonathan Taylor and you're going to need to start him on Thursday night, spend 5%, 10% of your fab on Philip Lindsay. Get him in there if you need Swapsky. Otherwise, the guy to go to would really be Naeem Hines. Uh, if he's out there in your league, he should probably just be owned. He's a you know kind of a football guy. He's just called a what-the-heck flex because in any given week, he catch five, six passes, score two random touchdowns. So 5%, 10% of your fab there. Uh, rounded out with Isaiah Pacheco, who we saw more of a split with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire this week. If he's available, again, 5%, 10% of your fab. And Raheem Mostert, who does seem to be ahead of Chase Edmonds and the Dolphins running back pecking order, but Edmonds keeps falling into the end zone. If somebody cut Mostert, again, 5%, 10% of your fab. Anything for owners in need of some wide receiver help this week? One thing that's surprising is Romeo Dubs for the Green Bay Packers still fits the criteria here. Maybe he's kind of the co-wide receiver one with Alan Lazard, but if he's out there, again, up to 50% of your fab, go get him. Michael Gallup came back for the Cowboys, started, scored a touchdown. I'd spend 15 to 25% of my fab on him. We saw George Pickens maybe eclipse Chase Claypool. If nothing else, he's on the up and coming track, so 5 to 15% of my fab for him. There are some questions in Buffalo we do know that Jamison Crowder broke his ankle. Gabe Davis is playing banged up. Isaiah McKenzie is in the concussion protocol, but going forward, he looks locked into that third wide receiver role for the Bills. That's worth 10% of your fab. 
And if you own Amon Ross St. Brown and you might need to play him this week, go ahead, pick up Josh Reynolds for up to 5% of your fab. And he's basically a handcuff because if St. Brown doesn't play, you can put Reynolds in. You're obviously not going to get the same production, but given what the Lions have done so far, I'd feel confident you can maybe, you know, eat 10 PPR points out, something like that. Yeah. And one, one note here, Magna Mills, is if IMAC cannot get ready out of the concussion protocol heading into this week and he's out and say they decide to hold Gabe Davis out. One thing I would say here is keep your eye on, on rookie Khalil Shakir. He got some looks in that game last week. He had a really good preseason, very shifty, was a stud in, in at Boise State, fits that slot position role pretty good. I think that's the number one candidate to kind of step in here in the event that both those two guys are out. Another one is Isaiah Hodgins could finally see some uh, some work here, drafted actually ahead, uh, or I'm sorry, drafted in the same draft class as, as Gabe Davis a um, couple years back that just hasn't gotten on the field yet. So two guys there that the Bills may have to call up. Um, Khalil Shakir has dressed twice, played twice, made a couple plays at, against the Ravens this past week. Any tight ends looking like long-term ads this week, or is it just a bunch of streamers? Any dreamers, Magna Mills, or are they all streamers? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. And uh, Bills Mafia, we apologize for not mentioning Kayvon Austin and Jay Kumaro. We're sorry. Uh, they're, they're, everyone's going to score five touchdowns next week, I'm sure, no matter who plays. Uh, actually have a couple of decent-looking long-term ads at tight ends. i say Gerald Everett's up top here. Again, I expect his role to probably shrink a little bit as the year goes on, but he's been solid enough. We've been waiting for it to happen. Tight end is a mess. I'd spend up to 15% of my fab on him. You have Robert Tanyan for the Packers. We mentioned him here last week in the ads. Again, he's not going to be a target hog, but he will be targeted in the red zone. He has Rogers Trust. I go up to 10% of my fab there. And then finally, David Njoku, who is going to be more of a matchup-based guy, but we've seen his targets grow basically each week. Another solid week didn't find the end zone, but I again, I like the talent. I like the fit. I'd go up to 10% of my fab there. Uh, you know, you could obviously stream any of those guys. If you miss out on them, there's two other guys you could basically just stream in week five. First up is a guy we always stream. It's like Pinky in the brain trying to take over the world. It's what we do every week. That's Evan Ingram. This time it's versus Houston Texans. Come on, it's the Texans. Cole Komet had like three catches against them last week. And the other option is another guy going against the, well, talking about the Bears. That's Irv Smith Jr. at home against the Bears. Another guy who started out a bit slow has been coming on a little bit as of late. I think those are both decent streaming options for week five at tight end. And since you're already coming in hot with the tight end streamers, who can we stream at the defense special teams this week, week five? Much like the people Dr. Mantis Tobogan would invite to Patty's Pub, we've got some fun ones. First up, we have the Denver Broncos versus the Colts. That's on Thursday Night Football. So if you're going to pick them up, make sure that you do it on the early waiver run here and they get in your lineup. We have the New England Patriots versus the Detroit Lions. We saw the Patriots play well on defense at the Packers. We've seen Detroit, you know, despite scoring points, they're giving up a ton of turnovers and sacks. And again, they could be without even Ross St. Brown, DeAndre Swift, DJ Chark. You have the Minnesota Vikings versus the Chicago Bears. Vikings have been coming on a bit, and the Bears are just barely getting by on offense at best. Again, Decent opportunities for sacks and turnovers there. Then finally, the Kansas City Chiefs look good against Brady and the Bucks on Sunday Night Football. Now they go against the Raiders, who have really struggled to protect the quarterback, and Derek Carr has turned the ball over 
a lot more than people thought he was going to when they were kind of, you know, pushing him as a dark horse MVP candidate before the season. Yes, he has. What do we have for owners in the deeper leagues or even some of the super flex leagues this week, Magna Mills? Got a few options here. These guys won't be available in every league, but they should be on most waiver wires. And again, these are quarterbacks, both for really deep leagues, for every starter of his own or super flex leagues. First up, we have Tyrod Taylor. He's in the concussion protocol, but Daniel Jones is questionable. So probably should be picked up, especially if you own Danny Trips and Falls. Teddy Bridgewater, who is going to get at least one start for the Miami Dolphins here. They're, my guess is they're going to treat Tua with kid gloves. So if you own Tua, you're going to have to go hard after Teddy B. Otherwise, if nothing else, again, you're in a deep league like this where starting quarterbacks are few and far between. Pick up Teddy B. Then finally, we have uh, Bailey Zappi. The rookie for the Patriots could wind up being the starter at home versus the Detroit Lions, who just made Geno Smith look like the second coming of Donovan McNabb. So... Yeah, dude, Bailey Zappi could happen. People will be excited about that. Uh, in your deeper leagues, we have a few ads at the running back position. You have Ravens running back Gus Edwards, who's ed- eligible to return from the pup list this week. Justin Hill is going to miss a couple of weeks, so he can slot in nicely as the backup slash handcuff to J.K. Dobbins. Rex Burkhead, who did manage to grab a couple balls, find the end zone despite Damon Pierce going off last week. Latavius Murray, who came in for the Saints and honestly just looked better than Mark Ingram. I think there's a fair chance he could wind up being the actual handcuff there and maybe get a little bit of burn this week if Kamara misses another game. Craig Reynolds, who is right now the RB2 for the Lions. Jamal Williams got it done this week, but they have shown they like going with the committee thing. He did break off a nice long run. Good guy to keep an eye on deep league, your week at running back. Damian Williams, who is on IR right now, but it could eventually come back, see a role for the Falcons without Cordero Patterson. And then finally, Deontay Foreman. Christian McCaffrey was questionable to play. Yes, it's not like the Carolina Panthers offense is something you really like, and that makes me very sad for the DJ Moore, but... Hey, you want any running back who's getting a significant amount of snaps. If McCaffrey misses time, Dante Foreman qualifies. On the wide receiver side, we have Jets wide receiver Corey Davis. He has not been the one who's lit the world on fire, but he has been the most consistent wide receiver for the Jets. He's been a solid wide receiver three. You have Donovan Peoples-Jones for the Browns. He's had two monster games and two absolute duds, looking like a Bob guy. Could be solid asset in best ball leagues. Alec Pierce, the rookie wide receiver for the Colts, seems to be coming on, could establish himself as the number two wide receiver. And we've really seen the Colts behind Michael Pittman basically shuffle everyone around looking for some consistency. He's a guy I'd like to get on if he's available. Devin DuVernay, he's had a couple of touchdowns, had a very nice uh, ricochet catch for the Ravens. If Rashad Bateman misses time with the foot injury, he's probably their de facto wide receiver one. Sky Moore, the rookie for the Chiefs, has seen his role grow as the season's gone on, set career highs in receptions, yards, and targets this week. I think, again, he's playing with Patrick Mahomes, and nobody in front of him is really getting it done like that. That's a guy you want to get now. You can see his value rise exponentially throughout the season. Rondale Moore finally made his season debut for the Cardinals, basically put Greg Dortch back in the closet. A guy I like. The Cardinals have to start doing something better. I think more steps up as a consistent second target for them. And a guy Jamie G mentioned earlier, Kalusha Kerr, the wide 
wide receiver for the Bills, looking like the guy most likely to step into the void if Isaiah McKenzie and or Gabe Davis miss time this week. And a tight end. If you're in a deep league, you're probably really screwed at the tight end, but I'll throw Will Disley out there because he's the new, like, all he does is catch touchdowns, dude. Like, eh, that's it, right? Like, if he has two receptions in a game, odds are very solid. At least one of them was for a touchdown. That's not great, Bob, but in a deep league, uh, one catch, it's like showdown in uh, in draftings. Like, literally just one catch for one yard and a touchdown might do it for you. Thanks again for checking out Seize the Gap. Don't you worry. We'll be here all season to help you take home that trophy and maybe, just maybe, a couple of bucks along the way too. But in order to do that, you need, and I mean you need, to seize the gap and stop being so inefficient thanks again for listening and or watching please remember to follow to rate to comment to like subscribe all of that stuff we greatly appreciate it it helps me it helps you and guess what it helps other people find our show so spread the wealth stimulate the economy we and your country thank you mills please tell these future champions where they can find all of our free content Thanks again for checking us out. This has been Seize the Gap again. Find us on all the major podcast platforms, wherever you get your pods, all the good ones, just by searching for Seize the Gap on the social media at Seize the Gap FF. You can find our YouTube channel at JoeBlowFootballShow.com. We do a lot of other stuff too. We talk about dynasty football, DFS, just actual goings on in the NFL, the news, the nonsense, all of it. We also talk about movies, TV, we're covering the Game of Thrones spinoff, House of the Dragon, on our show, Drunk on Dragons. Again, find that wherever you get your pods by searching for Drunk on Dragons on social media at Drunk on Dragons. Thank you one more time for checking us out. We appreciate it. Love that you're going to do the like, subscribe thing. Super awesome football stuff. I'm Magna Mills. He's Jamie G. And I don't care if you're old. You need to seize the gap. Check back this weekend for our start and sit update. We'll see you then. This has been Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. The views expressed here are those of the hosts alone and do not represent those of any other entity, individual, or organization. All team names and logos are copyrighted by the NFL and their respective teams. Thanks again for checking us out. Come back next time and we'll continue to help you to seize the gap and stop being so inefficient. Good luck to you and all of your teams. that nobody i said who's that i said nobody <laughs>